What's up, everyone? Welcome to Zero Fox Left. Sorry, that was a terrible intro. What's up, my niggas? Uh, welcome to Zero Fox Left, and I'm your humble, soft-spoken, always apologetic, never misgendering, never toxically masculine, never black supremacist host. Yes. All right, so uh, let's. Uh, we're going to talk about the N word. The N word got uh, Joe Rogan. Well, in a lot of heat, uh, and and it's an interesting word because it's called. You just say the letter of the word, unless you're black, and then you say word, because that's what it is. It's it's very. Uh, well, let, let's play some clips. Let's see what. What got Joe Rogan in this trouble? Well, there is a uh, inward compilation, but there's also, if you want the context, let me play the context a little bit. Here we go. Regretful and shameful thing. He shouldn't have apologized. This is his apology. It's there's terrible. There's a video that's out that's a compilation of me saying the N word. It's a video that's made of clips taken out of context of me, of 12 years of conversations on my 12 fucking years. Think about that podcast and it's all smushed together and it looks fucking horrible even to me. Now I know that to most people, there's no context where a white person is ever allowed to say that a word, white person, never mind publicly on a podcast. And I agree with that. Now I don't, I haven't said it in years. But for a long time, nigga, please, when I would bring that word up, like if it would come up in conversation and stay in, instead of saying the N word, I would just say the word. The I word. thought as long as it was in context. You thought if it was in context, um, well, see what this is. Let me explain to you what changed. Uh, racism was pretty much gone for the most part in the 90s. Uh, you have Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, white kids looking up to that. We're looking up to Will Smith. Um, we had had the Cosby show before that. We didn't know Bill Cosby was out here raping the shit out of women. But also Bill Cosby, uh, if I'm not mistaken, still is on Spotify. So he, he didn't get canceled for raping like 20 to 50 women. R. Kelly didn't get canceled from Spotify for raping fucking what 14 15 year olds and pissing on them and shit um who would have thought when he was writing the download that he was talking about uh keeping molestation quiet i i didn't think that was never my idea when i listened to keep it on the download i didn't know he was talking to a 14 15 year old but you know it changes the changes your mind a little bit about the song uh, football player uh, Deshaun Walk, uh, Watkins, right? Uh, 28 or something rape allegations. Um, seems more than uh, than just some bullshit, but still playing football. I mean, this is what I'm saying, but you say, <laughs> here, let, let, let's do a thought experiment. And I really want you to think about it. If If Bill Cosby is raping a white woman, Right, he's trying to get that Jello, and the white woman wakes up after she's been drugged a little bit, and says, "Ah, get off of me, nigger." Is that worse than him raping her? 
does y'all act like that? I, I want you to really think about that. Is that worse? If, if I showed a video of, of a woman waking up from Bill Cosby raping the shit out of her, she happens to be white this time. Uh, I think he was he was pretty equal equal opportunity rapist. Uh, I think if I remember, because uh, I saw one woman's photo, she looked Asian. So I'm thinking he was circling the gro globe um, using the date rape drug or whatever. But anyway, say it's a white woman this time. She wakes up and that's um, she's in physical pain and distress and shocked and maybe she normally wouldn't say it and. You know, she's like, get off of me, nigger, with a hard R. Um, is that worse, or is that as bad as, or will people say, well, I guess she fucking deserved it, because it's just a damn word at the end of the day. It doesn't justify beating the shit out of somebody, raping somebody, mugging somebody, if I say it to somebody, we're arguing, we're in a heated argument, the person rear-ended me or whatever, and I say it, they're saying shit to me, I say shit to them, it's just a damn word. That doesn't justify them like getting a baseball bat out and, and beating me to death. But motherfuckers act like that that would be justified. Let's, let's continue with the Joe Rogan thing. Before I play the clip... What I mean by the, this is a podcast going back 12 years, so, and the clips are taken throughout all of that, so I just want you to think about that for a second. 12 years ago, is a different world. You didn't have BLM, you didn't have all this bullshit, you didn't have this cancel society, you didn't have a cancel culture, you didn't have, you didn't have a, a bunch of losers who sit around and would even make this damn compilation, let alone anyone hear it and really give a fuck. It's true. But people are softer now and they have a lot more time and the metaverse hasn't came yet. So they, they have too much damn time. That's why we need the metaverse. I take a different approach than everyone else. We need the metaverse to throw these losers into the metaverse because to be honest, they're not going to come up with productive hobbies or anything like that. Your Antifa BLM people are not going to sit there and be like, oh, maybe I should learn guitar with this extra time during COVID. They're going to be like, nah, let's burn down the footlocker and let's dox this motherfucker. That, that's, the, that's how they live. They get, they get, it's their church. You're, you're basically asking them to not be Christians, essentially. If you want them to stop doxing people, harassing them, and destroying businesses, and physically assaulting people, it's like going to a Christian and saying, hey, stop going to church. It's, it's not going to happen. So, I, I really just want to point that out. 12 years ago was a different time period. And see, I, I've told you, I'm locked in the 90s. And I got my uh, inward pass uh, growing up. Growing up around uh, ruggish, thuggish uh, uh, black folks. I was allowed to say it then. I earned it. I remember, I remember being able, I specifically remember saying it the first time. Now, I, I remember tiptoeing on this my, my whole life. 
right? Like I tiptoed on this, and this was even in the 90s. It was still a sensitive word. It was still a sensitive word. But I would hear everyone else use it. And that's why it would bother me. I'm like, man, that fucking sucks. I feel left out. You know, I feel left out of there's, I have this first amendment. I, I can use, but these motherfuckers will whoop my ass straight up. If I use this at the wrong time, it's true. It's true. Um, black people have a different propensity towards violence. And I say this is actually as a compliment to black people. If you're hearing this, um, I think a lot of times you should fight even over some bullshit. I think violence solves a lot of problems. I've never been one of those, uh, pussies who would say, Oh no, it's a, uh, uh, we gotta be nonviolent. Well, why, why it, it doesn't seem nonviolence doesn't seem to get somebody's attention. If somebody's mother fucked you to death, um, you know, and is getting up in your personal space. Uh, I don't know. I think a little violence would now I'm not trying to go to jail so a lot of times my, you know, my desire as adult to, is to go the violent route. I'll avoid it because I'm not going to go to fucking jail over uh, a traffic stop, um, you know, a, a little fender bender or some shit like that. But do I want to? Uh, yeah. Uh, so does a lot of people. Like I said, people love John Wick. They love all these uh, fucking movies. Uh, the Equalizer. They, they love all this shit. They love a lot of uh, violent interactions. GTA, you guys love it. They'll act like it and condemn it, but at the end of the day, most people, 90% plus, love violence, at least love viewing violence. Uh, you know, maybe they don't want to participate, but they like seeing it. So long as it isn't senseless. Do you see? There is a difference there. Senseless violence would be uh, like BLM stuff taking two by fours to an elderly couple's uh, backs. That is senseless violence. They're trying to protect their shop. You have plenty of other shops not being protected that you could just you could skip those shops. Uh, but you you take a two by four to them. That that's senseless. But somebody's up in your face. Uh, they're they're the same age and weight class as you, pretty much. And um, y'all can't come to an agreement. Uh, person's like, I'll beat your ass, saying stuff, uh, letting their their mouth write checks. That their ass cannot cash. Okay. Let's uh that that seems like a good scenario. It's not senseless. Although John Wick killing all those people over his dog seems a little senseless. It was it was just a dog. Just like go to you know, take the collar off and you know, let let it go. Um so where were we? I remember tiptoeing around it, and then I slipped up at football, I believe it was like football or something, and I said, uh, I can't remember, I said, damn, uh, damn, my nigga, something, like somebody was fucking with me, so was like about something, and I was like, damn, my nigga, God. like something like that, and, and several people turned, and there was like this pause, they're like, all right, you're, you're all right, man, and so I would get to say it now. Now, I had to make sure not to abuse it if I was just like, nigga, 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 Like, I, yeah, obviously, I'm just trying to fucking say it. But I could say it every now and then after that. I had earned that that level. And it was like at age 50. took a long time. took a long time. So I got that. I had to go through that. I was I was the one who was beat up and pissed on and had all these experiences. 
Uh, so I don't care. You don't, you don't like me saying it? Run up when you see me, and we're going to see, like Drake said. Uh, but listen, let, let's play the rest of the clip. The only point I was trying to point here to, to all that, to the N-word reference here, is that Joe Rogan was in a time period where you could say it. If it was in context, like he said, if it was in context or, you know, you're a white kid in a, in an all black school and you earned it, there, there's situations. I'm sure military people, you know, oh, this, y'all, you know, this is my nigga. And the black guy's like, wait a second. Okay. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, you are right. So there's situations. Doesn't mean you go around just, I'm going to go around just saying it now because, um, fuck you that's why that's that's the point everyone's brought me to i i have changed a little i've become more inflammatory i uh, i i intentionally want to do that so i can bring people uh back to logic i have to show you the other side of the coin that's just how that's gonna go but let, let me play the rest of the clip and we'll go from there you you decide and then i'll talk more about it that's part of the clip we were talking about Red Fox, how Red Fox said that word on television in the 1970s and how times have changed so much since then, or about how Richard Pryor used it as one of the titles of one of his albums, or I was quoting a Lenny Bruce bit, or I was quoting a Paul Mooney bit, or a, I was talking about how Quentin Tarantino used it repeatedly in Pulp Fiction, or I was talking about how a Netflix executive, ironically, used it because he was trying to compare it to another offensive word and he said it out loud and they fired him. Not calling anybody or just saying the word out loud. So that's uh, that's all true. Uh, Red Fox is black. That's the guy from Sanford and Sons. Um, Richard Pryor, black comedian. Uh, in comedy, you have to use all kinds of stuff. Comedy's supposed to be... Comedy is funnier if it's offensive. And sometimes... Uh, you, you guys nowadays may disagree with this. But... Fucking racist comedy is funny. Like, racial-based comedy is funny. <laughs> I saw a meme... Uh, about... I'll give you an example about Indian guys. Right? I don't know much about India. I know it's a very poor country, right? But I also know living where I live in the Houston area, all the Indian people I see are rich as shit. They're like super buying million dollar homes rich. They're doctors and shit like that. So I don't know poor Indians, but I know as a whole. So let me, let me, let me describe the meme to you. So the meme shows in uh, like a sneaky looking Indian guy in like traditional Indian outfits and then a young hot girl and it says her I love dogs everything they do is awesome Indian guy trying to impress her I also shit outside that's fucking funny right like that's funny and even if you're fucking Indian right you're like oh that kind of shits on like how poor my country is or whatever it's funny Right? Like, you can be from Alabama and laugh at, like, I fuck my cousin. Because you know somebody who probably has fucked their cousin. Right? You're like, well, that's not describing me personally. 
but that's fucking funny, right? So being offensive, being uh, racial, talking about subjects that are taboo is part of comedy. It goes hand in hand with comedy. And and it is, uh, it's, it's really funny because there's also this uh, nigga versus nigger. And uh, what was it? It's a Donald, uh, Donald Glover. Isn't that, that's the guy that sees a rapper and comedian. Um, what was his? Childish Gambino is what he used to rap by. And I remember one song he said, I sound weird like nigger with the hard R. So he's even describing a, a difference between nigger and nigga. This is, this is a weird distinction uh, between the two. It's, it's quite odd because I, I think that would also matter too. Because when I grew up, I said nigga. If I were to say nigger, that would be a fighting word. It would be a fighting context. And even, but but black people would use them interchangeably. And I always thought that was weird. I can say nigga, but I can't say nigger. It's very weird. So that's worth analyzing. We'll circle back to that. Well, let's play this other clip from Joe because Joe has good observations. Uh, I probably disagree with a lot of his positions, uh, like I've said in the past, but, uh, you know, overall, I think he's a good thinker. And I, I would, I would always, I think I would have a good productive, maybe debate argument. We'd probably agree on some shit like this. This, I would definitely agree with him on. I was also talking about how there's not another word like it in the entire English language. Because it's a word where only one group of people is allowed to use it. And they can use it in so many different ways. Like if a white person says that word, it's racist and toxic. But a black person can use it and it can be a punchline. It can be a term of endearment. It could be lyrics to a rap song. Yeah, it can... It can mean best friend. It can mean, um, you know, uh, coworker. It can mean it can mean a thousand uh, different things. There's no shortage of things it could mean, but there's no way really for for most. Like I said, I got to use it at some point, but there's there's no way for even then. Even if you had recordings of me using it back then, I'd probably, it'd probably ruin me now to some effect, which is also very interesting, but no one else has that. There's put downs for, okay. So there's put downs for every race and every group of people, right? Uh, uh, let's, let's go through the list here. Um, white people got cracker, white trash, um, uh, redneck, hillbilly, um, cousin fucker, I guess, because Alabama, <laughs> I hate to shit on Alabama people specifically, um, you know, uh, what, pr probably like 10 people did it, and that's like stigmatized forever, <laughs> um, 
But, I mean, that's not, you don't get canceled if you use those terms. Look at Nick Cannon. He's fine, right? He said, fucking called white people demons and they need to be destroyed. And you have college professors saying we should get rid of all white people and the world won't be good until there's no one. Like, talking about genocide, literally. And it does nothing. It doesn't ruin any part of their life. Um, You could get away with saying a whole lot of shit. Um, Wetback right? Beaner for, for Hispanics. Um, chink for, uh, slant eye for, uh, Chinese, you know, Asian, uh, people. Uh, you got, let's see, uh, Guido for Italians, uh, uh, kikes for Jews. I don't even know what some of these are. I don't know what a Guido is. I don't know what a kike is. I don't know. Maybe it means something in that language. I don't even know what it is, but I know you could, you could say that and probably, well, look at Whoopi Goldberg. She said something about uh, the Jewish people. I, I don't even think she really said it. It was more of like a question, if I recall. I'd have to find that clip, and it's like a two-week, uh, you know, suspension. That's it. Uh, two-week suspension and reflect on your thoughts and, you know, move on. When, when it's when it's the n-word, it's, it's like, whoa, you're done. Like the world is coming after you. And sometimes you get to defy it. Look at Morgan Wallen, record selling. He says it and got to sell out records more than anything. So I, I hope it's going the other way now. Like I hope Joe Rogan, I think it'd be great if he moved to rumble, took the hundred million dollars they're offering, offering him and, uh, open every podcast with it. That's what I would do, just to spite everyone. You wouldn't get an apology like this from me. You would get me saying, uh, what's up, my nigga? That, it, I, I'd probably rename it, instead of the Joe Rogan experience, I'd name it the uh, what's up, my nigga uh, experience. Just to spite you. Just to spite you. But there is no other word like it. Let, let's, let's see what else he has to say. I think he, he has some more here. Let's, let's play another clip. But it's not my word to use. He's wrong. It's I'm anyone's well word. aware of that now. But for years I used it in that manner. I never used it to be racist because I'm not racist. But everyone knows it. You're in a situation where you have to say, I'm not racist. You fucked up. And I clearly have fucked up. No. I'm sorry. Uh, this is the game that the left plays. Everyone knows Joe Rogan's not racist. Everyone knows it. He's had everyone on there, every type of person. Uh, I, I really enjoyed the uh, Kalyan Noor uh, when he had him on. He's a big 2A black uh, black guy that's awesome with guns and has crazy gun knowledge and was an attorney. And his 2A content is phenomenal. Uh, so he's had him on there. He's, he's had all types of people on there. Uh, so I, I just don't take Candace Owens. It, it's ridiculous. So to, to say he's racist, he's not. Using the word does not mean you're racist. A racist would not apologize for using the word ever. Uh, and a racist would never say, this is what, this would be a racist. So imagine I'm the, the grand dragon, whatever the fuck rank that is, of the KKK, right? And you say, hey, 
Steve, Grand Dragon of the KKK, we think you're racist. His reaction? Um, fuck yeah, nigger, I'm racist. That's what he would say. There would be no apology. There would be no... There would be no even thoughts about it. It wouldn't even be... And really, you guys have watered the word down so much. Everyone now at this point, including Joe Rogan, should just say, okay, man, I I am whatever you say I am. If you say I'm a racist, I'm a racist. Just take the Marshall Mathers am whatever whatever you say I am. If I wasn't, then why would I say I am mentality? Just say, fuck it. Don't care. Don't care. You've used it so much. You're a Nazi. All right. You're a white supremacist. I mean, the trucker convoy people, many of which are black and of uh, Hispanic and all kinds of stuff. All everyone dealing with the Canadian trucker stuff right now is a white supremacist. So does the word have any value? No, it's just a way of getting you. It's, it's a way of knocking you back on your heels. So you're fighting on your heels. You're fighting backwards. That's all it is. It has no real bearing anymore because it's not like it's used for people who are actually racist, people who are actually white supremacists, and people for who are actually Nazis. I mean, you'd be hard-pressed to find these people anyway. Just look at the numbers. There's almost none. Uh, it's so It's so low that the FBI has to stage stuff. It's so low that the Canadian government has now been caught staging somebody with a swastika. That, that's how low the numbers are. You, you can't even find someone. But I do agree with the sentiment. Where, where me and him would agree is that I think anytime you say, I'm not a racist, you have fucked up because you played that person's game. And, and been moved to the defense. I think you should always double or triple down to the mob. Always. I'm going to stick by that. The only people you should apologize to in life, in life, are people you are good friends with or family and you have a bond with. I'm not going to apologize to somebody I don't have a bond with who uh, would record me with their cell phone dying in public. Who would record me being assaulted or raped or whatever the fuck is happening to me. They would just hit record on their cell phone and that's the extent of the help they would give me. So I'm not I'm not going to fucking apologize to you. No. In fact, I'm going to start flagrantly using whatever word you said I couldn't use. Because fuck you, that's why. I, I would have... Things you should apologize to a stranger for are just courtesy things. Such as uh, you stepped on their shoe by accident and said... I'm sorry, that was an accident. Are you okay? That's that's about it. Uh, You dropped the door because you didn't see somebody walking from the side. And then you do see them and you quickly grab the door and you're like, Hey, I'm sorry, I didn't see you there. That's courtesy. Right? Seems obvious. I think there should be common courtesy in the world. I like common courtesy. Might be a very white thing to like. 
right? Because I, I don't know that uh, there's a lot of courtesies in the DR Congo. I just don't know that. I don't. It's hard to envision. I see pictures of eight-year-olds with AK-47s and snorting coke. It seems like more likely to get shot by a 7.62 round than you are to get an apology for, you know, somebody stepping on your sneaker or some shit, right? Yeah, or or at the very least, if I didn't want to say the word, right, I would just play stuff uh, on my intro with black people singing endlessly. Plenty of clips, uh, Denzel Washington, my nigga, right? Uh, in training day, I would just, I would just constantly play clips because I get it. Joe Rogan's level. It's easy for me to say that at my level versus, you know, at his level, he's got to, uh, maybe walk the tightrope a little bit. I'm not walking the tightrope. I'm just not, it's not going to happen. You know, I play songs like Niggas in Paris by Jay-Z and Kanye West. Uh, the, the intro song I played was My Nigga by uh, Jeezy and Rich Homie Kwan. Uh, I typed in a lot of... Well, there's a lot of interesting results here. I know there's a... What is the... There's a Tupac Shakur. I like, I like the way uh, I say that. White people just sound white when you say, uh, if you say his full name, Tupac Shakur. I'd have to say it like in my, let me, let me try it with my Tyrone. Tupac Shakur. Tupac Shackle. Like that, maybe? Maybe that's better. He has a song called Nigga. It's the title. I believe it's an acronym though. Nigga by Tupac Shakur. And uh, I think he tried to rewrite the meaning, like, never ignorant, uh, getting goals accomplished. Hold on, hold on, let me... Let's see, all eyes on me. Apparently he has a lot of songs here that are... uh, He has, uh, rather be... Rather be a nigga... Hey, what's happening? Not motherfucking double R. Okay, I'm sorry. It's weird reading the lyrics out loud. That makes me also sound very white. Never ignorant, getting goals accomplished. Featuring Jadakiss. 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 Sounds better. Uh, So yeah, I mean, sounds like a term of endearment in that case. So what is it? And let's 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 go on a fun. Uh, by the way, uh, Roseanne got called uh, got canceled. I just want to remind everyone for saying Valerie Jarrett, Obama's whatever in her cap, his cabinet or whatever. Uh, just look up Valerie Jarrett. Look at that photo. Look at her photos. Uh, then type in uh, Planet of the Apes woman. Look at that woman. And tell me, black, white, whatever you are, they don't look exactly alike. They do. They do. So is it racist to say that? Or is it racist to believe 
that suddenly all black people look like they're on the planet of the apes. Which one's more racist? The assumption that black people look like they're on planet of the apes, right? All of them, because Valerie Jarrett is like, she doesn't even look fucking black, to be honest. And then you got, uh, what? Uh, Ron Perlman looks like a fucking orangutan, right? He does. He's white. Uh, George Bush was referred to as a monkey all the time. And there were monkey cartoons and stuff of George Bush. So what is more racist? What Roseanne said or what you all that wanted to cancel her assumed? This would be me if I was Joe Rogan. I'll get, I'll buy the rights for this. Come on, nigga. So that's uh, Kendrick Lamar's Mad City. Cool if he says it. And he invited a white chick up on stage to sing along with the song. Apparently she was not supposed to sing any lyrics to the song because the song mostly just says my nigga over and over again. It seemed like an obvious setup. Uh, he stops the train. Well, what'd you say? Um, you invited me on stage to sing along with you, my nigga. That's what I would have said. Instead, she got humiliated. I understand. Like, he's important to her. Um, I just think it's very disrespectful. That, that's all. I think Kendrick Lamar is fucking disrespectful. That's what I think. Uh, where do we go from here? Well, I have some notes here. I have plenty of notes. Uh, I haven't even reached my notes, actually. <laughs> Which is great. That means we have a lot more uh, to get to. A lot more. So let's do that. So I get to record this again because I hit some damn button, uh, Bixby, on my fucking phone. And uh, I'm going to do this a little bit faster. For the people who think I'm long-winded, it's going to be perfect for you. Uh, for the people who are cool that I was a little bit calm, I'm now going to be a little bit more pissed off because I have to do it twice. Uh, let's, let's go to my notes. So here's, a, here's an interesting case study. And uh, I'll play the Odin Benjamin uh, thing, but this happened in real life. Uh, Judge Michelle Odinette, Odinette, I'm not sure how you pronounce this, white woman, old, elderly, was burglarized by some black people. That's fine, it happens. All right, it is what it is. At some point, she says the N-word. It's on the security thing. Now... Now that that has been made public, you can, you can type this in. It's almost like her saying the N-word, her yelling, don't rob me, nigga, is worse than being robbed inside your home. So you lose victim status if you say the N-word. So I, somebody could be shooting at me and I, I could uh, say, stop, stop, nigger, right? And that video could go viral and people would be like, he needs to lose his job. He, he needs to, no one should hire him again. Is there a way to put him in jail for hate speech? Motherfucker, I was being shot at. My bad. For the racial slur. Right? I mean, 
a lot of people might have a bad habit from that. If I die in a video game, sometimes I'm like, nigger. Now, my character could be white. The person who killed me could be a white character. And you just say it, right? This is a common video game thing. Now, maybe in real life, if I'm getting shot at, maybe I'll say it. Is that worse than shooting at me? So somebody went back now, and they're reviewing Michelle Odianet's cases, and they're trying to throw out the cases that involve black people, because they're like, well, we found out she was racist. We put her under intense pressure of burglarizing an elderly woman, and we found out she's a, she's a racist. Well, maybe the people who targeted her targeted her because she was white. You see what I'm saying? How do you know? How are you going to vilify one and not the other? And how does the victim somehow elevate beyond the perpetrator status? It's crazy as hell. But Owen Benjamin does a great bit about this. And I don't know if it's real or not. If it's a real story, maybe he was. Um, had a bike. Came out. It was attached to, tied to some tree and, you know, locked to some tree. And he came out and it was stolen. Or he's just saying... What if this did happen? Right? He's a comedian. I don't know. What if this did happen? What if you went outside and uh, found your bike was stolen? Would it be worse to to yell this than to actually steal the bike? Which action is worse? So let's play this. I think it's a genius clip. Uh, I found it. Took a while in case you're wanting it. Bicycle song. uh, Owen Benjamin. That's what I had to type in to find it. Let's see. They think it stole my bike. Oh, I, I didn't walk. I know my bike was there. Let me find. It starts around here. 22 seconds. Like, is that the tree? I know that's the tree I I chained my bike on. Is that rollerblade here? Oh no, wait. I'm not a gay guy. No, it's not possible. <laughs> Did I walk here? No. It's 20 miles away. I couldn't walk. I know my bike was there. Was that guy on my bike? Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, sir. It was a horse. I thought that was my bike. That looks a lot like my bike over there. A black guy's sitting on it. I don't want to sound racist. They've been through so much. I don't want to accuse another black man of a crime he didn't commit. That'll make me just as bad as the crime itself. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but that does look a lot like my bike. It has my name written on it. And that's my handwriting. That's my Justin Trudeau calendar in the front. Those are my custom spoke. I gotta say something, but I don't want to be offensive. Oh, I just had the strength. That nigga stole my bike! Classic. That's like the uh, the beat from um, that old Mike Tyson nine. Yeah, Mike Tyson punch out. Yeah, classic beat. It's where the guy's jogging and the bike. Yeah, it's fucking phenomenal. That nigga stole my bike. This is funny. So if you're not a uh, if you're not a sensitive black person, that's a funny. You should be able to laugh at that. Right? Because it is funny. 
a lot of racial stuff is funny. And you're not a if if why do you imagine yourself as a nigger with a hard R? Why do you imagine you think you're property still? You think you live in a world, dude? The most successful people are fucking black here in America. We have tons of pro athletes, tons of fucking um, what from Jay Z owning major. Like how much? What is his net worth? Like five hundred million? Probably something ridiculous. Kanye West. Are are you crazy? What world are you living in? Where black people are still somehow slaves or affected by it? You're nuts. If anything, Joe Biden just said he wants to hire a black woman for insert what pretty much every position if he could. You have a privilege. You have hiring preferences. You have preferences at universities. People are constantly saying, we need more black doctors. We need more. No one's saying that about fucking white people. No one's saying that about any other race. So what in your mind makes you still that? And by the way, if I recall, Irish people were called niggers too. You don't see Irish people getting up in arms. And here's a way... You can dilute things. One thing, so there's two different approaches. One, you take the Voldemort approach. You just don't say it, right? You never say it. He whose name must not be spoken. And we're all like, we say we said his name in our mind, Voldemort. So it's like too late. You just said he whose name won't be spoken. I just said Voldemort in my fucking mind. Same thing with, with the N-word, right? You could, you could see it everywhere. You could hear it everywhere. Hey, pick up some vinegar from the store. Wait a second. Did you just say vin nigger? Fuck you. You know, you, you could do that. You could do it with a lot of stuff. Monica, you say it slow enough. Monica. Monica. Uh, if I even just say the reference from training day, my, you just said it in your mind. Right? Blank, please. Nigga, please. Right? People say that all. But if I say blank, please, fill in the blank. With like a whole bunch of S's. Please. You said it. You said it in your mind. It's just kind of, it's kind of crazy. So you can take that approach. Just never say it. It includes every, every race, every net. It's just, just a word we just don't say. Or you can just take the, the actual rap approach and, or like the Tupac Shakur approach, which I, I think, and just water that shit down. If you say something enough, it doesn't mean anything. Justin Trudeau's a nigger. See, I, I was hoping to do this podcast and not say the N-word um, because it would show up more. But I'm at the point where I'm at, my shit ain't showing up. Uh, I, I've done too much stuff. Uh, I think I nuked this channel when I did too much... Uh, trans George Floyd CV 1984 shit. So I'm, I'm done. I like, I hit all the topics. Um, it is what it is. It's more of an archive. So I'm just going to say it cause I need to make the points. Justin Trudeau is a punk ass nigger. If, if I say that Justin Trudeau is a white Canadian man. that really is a punk ass nigger, right? So I don't see how 
you wrestle with it, right? How, how do you wrestle with it? If I say Biden is a, a soulless-eyed puppet bitch-ass nigger, is, is, that, is that against black people? Or is that against Joe Biden? Right? Um, it's, just, it's just amazing to me people don't think like this. Like I said before, I had, I had a coach who told us all, I got included in the message. I'm white. He didn't say, hey, you're excluded from this, Fox. You get, get, step out of the room. I have something to say to everyone. We were acting a fool. We did something somewhere. We went on the bus and we got calls. We were acting, we were acting like hooligans, right? And he said, hey, as long as you're wearing that damn uniform, Act, act like distinguished black men. He's like, y'all wonder why there's some damn stereotypes and shit. Because y'all acting a damn fool. Y'all acting like some damn niggers. He said that. And this is a professional man. He, he was Denzel Washington up. Suits. Nice. Respected in the community. He said it. Just straight up. And that's, that actually stuck with me too. As, even as a white person. I'm like, yeah, you're right. If I want to be treated with respect, I got to act respectful in public. Privately, you can do whatever the hell you want. You can act a fool at home. No one sees you with some family, friends that people know. Out in public, don't, don't act a fool. You can't be mad if you, as BLM, Belt Loops Matter, <laughs> sagging, uh, gangstered up, burning down half the city and you'll be mad if somebody's like look at these damn niggers what the f- are, are are you acting like it i'm just saying like maybe don't do that maybe don't behave that way maybe behave in a way that is dignified it's just uh it was a good point. It, it stuck with me. I still remember it. But let's go. Let, let's go to a damn thought experiment. Experiment. I, I like these. I thought of this one. You'd have a hard time. You're gonna have a hard time walking your way out of this one because I, I I put a little. I didn't put a lot of thought. It just kind of came to me. So you have to imagine this scenario. For some reason, ten British people are trapped in a, sh- a shipping container. It's pitch black. They don't know anyone's race, color, creed, nationality. But I'm going to tell you right now, five of them are black British people. I'm using British people because British voice sounds like a British voice to me. Now, maybe there's parts of England where y'all have gangsters and shit and black British people don't sound like white British people. But every time I hear a damn black British person talk, it sounds just like a fucking white British person. If I close my eyes, I'm like, I can't tell the damn difference. I don't know how that's possible, but it is. It's just very weird. The English accent is very strong. I'll just say that. If uh, So you got half and half. Five, five are black British people. Five are white British people. Follow me on this journey, okay? Don't, don't just discount this. Trapped in a shipping container. No lights. Can't see each other. And somebody spurts out, 
Oh, pardon me, nigga. They bump into somebody. Hey, hey, hey. I do terrible impersonations, so spoiler alert. Um, trigger warning, all that shit. Uh, I can't do impersonations. To save my life. I'm trying my best here. Pardon me, nigga. Right? Now, that could have been a white person that said that. It could be a black person. How would the black people in the shipping container know if they're supposed to be offended or not? How would you know? Are you supposed to be offended or not? Because this is how it seems. Would you, would, when one of the black people yell out, now, now hold on a second, governor. Is that a Caucasian or a person of African descent saying that? Chap. <laughs> and then if the person says, well, I am black. Oh, then, then what's up, my nigga? With that. Or if the person said, no, I, I, I'm a honky. He would get his ass beat by the other black people in the shipping container. Do you see what I'm saying? The, the word is interesting because it's only you have to visually look and see what the person who said it looks like. If it was offensive, it would just be offensive. Right? I think, for instance, like let's say um, another Jewish person says out loud, they're Jewish, they're a practicing Jew, Orthodox Jew. Say Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro's out and he stubs his toe and for some damn reason, he's like, oh, kike, right? I don't know another, I, I don't, is there another Jewish one? I think there's like another one. I don't remember. He says, oh, kike. Like he just screams it out loud. And he's at a bar mitzvah. I don't think anyone at the bar mitzvah would be less offended that it was Ben Shapiro that said it. He's a practicing Jew. They would be like, hey, you know, Ben, don't say this shit. But you take the shipping container example and the black people would need to know if the person who said it was white before they get offended. And it is the only damn word that is like that. And, and I think the, the way of solving this is, like I said, stop caring. Overuse it. Call white people a nigger. Fuck it. Let's let it mean bad for everyone. Why not? I, I just don't get it. It just, these rules are ridiculous. It's almost like you're in an experiment where a small, violent, extremely annoying minority control the majority of a population. LGBT is about 4 to 5% of the population. Black people are 12 to 14% of the population. But every commercial, 9 out of 10, is black and gay. 
or or both is black or gay or black and gay. But that's the people oppressed. You see what I'm saying? It's like it, it doesn't it's not coherent. And you can hit somebody or destroy their shit if they um, misgender you, even though you look like J.J. Uh, Watt and you have a wig on. It's confusing, but still have a beard. And you're getting your, your gender fluids all over people. Stop spilling this shit, by the way. Don't spill your gender fluids on people. It's disgusting. No one wants to... No fluids should be spilt. And then you can beat somebody's ass if they say the N-word. You can even say, I bet you won't say the N-word. I've seen some videos like that, by the way, where um, somebody's like, I bet you won't say the N-word. The person's like, nigger. And then they get fucking beat up. It's like, that was a weird trap. It's like, I triple dog dare you. The person has to do it. You can't you can't challenge another man like that. I bet you won't. Man, don't bet I won't do anything. Thinking he won't, God damn it, he will. You know, I grew up with Eminem shit. I grew up with violent ass music from the 90s and shit. So, no, fuck you. I, I will do anything you say and I will be whatever you say I am it'll be a self-fulfilling prophecy for you bud I, I just this shit is out of control again maybe it's shifted because Joe Rogan got an offer to rumble for a hundred million Morgan Wallen had his best-selling album after saying calling his white friend at two in the morning a nigger I talked about this in the past is there anything black people can be canceled for? Is there anything black people can say to be canceled? Nick Cannon can go off about white people, calling for their genocide and shit, and then still host Wildin' Out the next year. Fucking bus rape uh, by that guy Fiston Nagoy goes unstopped. Was it because he was black and people just didn't want that type of... Were they worried the news wouldn't say... Uh, Good Samaritan stops a rapist. They were worried a uh, white guy brutally beats a black man. Calls him the N-word. Huh? I fucking stopped the woman from getting raped. The fuck's it matter what I did or said? You see what I mean? Like, that's that should be the, the mindset. And if I was black, I'd be like, okay, he called him a nigger. He was being a nigger. He was raping a woman on a fucking bus in public. Fuck him. But black people can't do that yet. And you can go back and listen to Black Fragility, my podcast, where I talk about that. Ahmed Arbery, somehow as a hero. Elevated family still. Uh, federal pe authorities want to put hate crime on the person. Um, even the guy who videotaped went to prison. It, it's It's weird. Like, okay, and, and isn't there double jeopardy? How can I beat one charge and then you come back and say, well, we're, we're coming at you with federal charges. It's a little bit different. It's a hate crime. Every crime is hate crime. No one has love in their heart unless it's one of those uh, crime of passion things where you're stalking somebody or very rarely would a crime involve love. 
So it's a stupid term, hate crime. Yeah, most crimes are hateful. If you if you jack my shit and I shoot at you, I'm not feeling good feelings in my fucking heart. So it's dumb. Yes. If I killed somebody, it's typically out of hate. Makes sense, right? Even if it's like a temporary hate. And I'm like, yeah, I was steamed up. I kind of hated the motherfucker for a little bit. Now I feel bad, right? But you had some hate at the... Uh, you strike him down with your hate. Very weird. But who thinks he was jogging, really? Who honestly thinks he was jogging? He's about two hours from his house. He's on video uh, um, going through people's houses and shit. He's a known criminal. He uh, brought a gun to... I think a school once or something. And I think the guy who dealt with him knew he's somebody who carried a gun and you could actually Google his name and watch Ahmed Arbery police. And he has an interaction where he looks thuggish, ruggish, man. He doesn't look like a good ass dude. Um, just keeping it real. And if he was white, I'd say that about him. He looks like a shithead, a turd. He, he, no, not a, no sane person runs up on somebody 15 feet away that has a shotgun on him. It's like, Hey, just wait here until the cops get here and we'll prove if you stole something or not. I'd be like, all right, cool. What do you say? Five minutes. All right. At no point I'm going to be like, nah, I think I can run up on him 15 feet. I got this shotgun. Yeah. Maybe it's a slug, not a buckshot. Cause if it's buckshot, I'm fucked. But maybe it's a slug. Let's roll the dice <laughs> with my life. Um, unless I just didn't want to go to prison, which is the case. Uh, Makia Bryant, though, if, if you want a different example, Makia Bryant, that 100% proves white people can't be good Samaritans. That's a black woman stabbing another black woman. Cop saves the black woman getting stabbed by shooting the stabber, Makia Bryant, who's riding in hell right now. With two to her chest, perfect shooting. And he's villainized. You think that makes white people want to help out and be a good Samaritan to black people? Ask yourself that, black people. Is it is that worth it? Villainizing that guy? Was that a good decision? Because what if you want somebody to come help you? You're in a bad situation. You don't get to choose who the Samaritan is. That was the whole point of the Bible passage. And I'm going to appeal right now to, if, if I have any black people listen to this, uh, black people are typically very religious. I know, like, even though growing up we did a lot of stupid ass shit, motherfuckers still went to church. So there's something there, right? The whole point of the story of the Good Samaritan is the priest passed by, another person passed by. They're actually uh, both uh, Jewish in that story right? Like traditional Jewish, and they should help each other out. They're brothers, right? But it's the Samaritan. Jewish people typically hate Samaritans um, back then, right? I'm giving the historical context. I, I know I'm like, see, even now I'm like, oh, I'm going to be anti-Semite. Um, well, well, I'll hit that too. Look, you can't control who's going to help you in a time of need. That's the whole point. Would I, I'll help anyone. If I'm driving by and I see somebody in danger, I'm going to help them out. I don't even care about this modern stuff. You can say whatever you want about me. And if I slip up and 
get shot in the fucking arm and I say, damn it, nigger. I don't care. I'm just going to say it. I mean, he fucking shot me in the arm. Like, I played too many video games, used the damn word incorrectly on my own when no one's around. It fucking slipped out. Sue me. Did I save the woman? Okay, good. Well, then leave me alone. So th- those kind of examples, you're, you're, y'all are separating yourself. You're saying, hey, we don't want you as a neighbor. Not even in the biblical context. That's not good. Because then you'll move to white neighborhoods, not wave at everyone, right? Not wave at the white people that are there. And then they'll move the fuck out because they'll be like, yeah, man, all these black people moved in. They're mean as hell to us. And then you'll call it white flight. And you'll somehow point it, blame it on the white people. (laughs) I don't understand. And and it's just like these terms, like I said, anti-Semitism, you can just say George Soros looks like Emperor Palpatine, anti-Semitic even though you watch Seinfeld every fucking night. doesn't make sense. You can say, um, hey, maybe, did, did somebody get an accurate count? Maybe it's uh, five, 5.9 million Jews. There's still a lot that died in the Holocaust. Maybe we're short a few. You could just ask the question, hey, did somebody actually count? This seems like really high. And somebody will be like, oh, you're an anti-Semite. How does that, how's that productive? And you're like, no, I watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. I think Larry David's hilarious. Shut up, anti-Semite. Shut up, racist. It's like, who cares? Just say it. Don't give a fuck anymore. That's how I feel. I'm like, I don't, I don't even care. I would just walk away. If somebody's like, oh, you're a racist. Okay. Do believe whatever you want. I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to apologize. And Joe Rogan shouldn't have apologized. I wish Joe Rogan would have set an example because he has such a big following. I wish I could go on Joe Rogan and talk to him about this with somebody like Brandon Tatum. Brandon Tatum, that's the the clip I played earlier. I don't think I gave a shout out to it. It was uh, the Officer Tatum channel. Uh, Joe Rogan said the word. That was the title of that. Uh, Another good one to watch would be uh, Owen Benjamin's clip on... The N-word, I'm trying to think of the... Let me see if I can find it real quick. And he doesn't say it, actually. He doesn't say the word. He just talks about it. The real reason the N-word is taboo, spoiler alert, it's horrifying. And that's in the Big Bear Archive YouTube channel. So, that's... uh, Those are things that you can go watch. I just... I, I wish we could have a sit-down and actually discuss this because it's it's absurd. It's absurd. Why, Why do you give this word so much power? Depending on who says it. But this is the same country, the same country that needs shit like the Rooney Rule. And I'm still going to do my message to black people. I'm still going to do that. Everyone's going to get a message. That one's going to be worse. I'm being reasonable here. Uh, but I'm about to, like, on that one, just like all of them, I'm going to have to get on your ass, like, I'm going to have to get on black people on that one, like, some sickle cell anemia. It's just, it's going down. And the only reason I have to do this 
is because you're pushing too much on, oh, it's like we're slaves. You know, you got Colin Kaepernick saying uh, professional athletes are like slaves. You have stuff like the Rooney Rule, where you have, you have to interview uh, three minority candidates for every coaching position. Motherfucker, have you turned on the fucking NFL and shit? It's all black. The hell are you talking about? <laughs> let's uh, let's do a, a a Fox McKenna rule at the BET, and let's see if uh, y'all will hire uh, three white interview three white people before every position at Black Entertainment Television. Do you think that'll happen? <laughs> Just the double standards, man. Y'all got to get over it. Get over it. You're not slaves anymore. No one, a rope is not tied to you. It has nothing to do with you. Lynching isn't a thing. No one's getting lynched. It's called hanged. And no one's getting hanged either. Unless they hang them themselves. Fucking calling the FBI and shutting down workplaces. Bubba Wallace and Barrett. 15 FBI agents. It's a garage pull cord embarrassing and y'all want to talk about white fragility <laughs> I just want to who is more fragile get this if you put up BLM all over campus Black Lives Matter all over campus right and then if I complain I'm like hey it's excluding me it seems like it's excluding everybody else and you say uh, no, it's not. It just says uh, we just want our lives to matter. We're just just a statement saying black lives matter. Do they matter to you? OK, well, then that's cool. It's not a problem. OK, let me counter this with you. If that's true, then why if I why if anyone puts up a white lives matter sticker sign or it's OK to be white. The whole college campus got to shut down and notes got to go about. Uh, emails got to go out about white supremacy and the news has to talk about it. Oh, this is white supremacist rage. Now signs are being put up and you're like, what are they saying? Like, is it saying stuff about like, you know, Lynch black people or something? You're like, no, it just says, uh, it's okay to be white. I don't get it. It's not okay to be white. Hmm. Very telling. Or if it says white lives matter, why, why does that bother you? Black lives matter is not supposed to bother me. Even though they behave like terrorist organization. And they all pilfer money and commit money laundering. The FBI doesn't investigate. Oh, wait, they will investigate it. If a white guy does it. Yes. So if somebody puts up. Hispanic lives matter. Latino lives matter. Is that also racist? That's what I'm going to ask. If somebody says Asian lives matter. But let me talk about this real quick with, uh, uh, I want, I want to, let me, let me think if I can remember the guy's name. It was a white dude who was involved with black lives matters. Let me read this real quick. Toledo man charged with Using Black Lives Matter of Greater Atlanta Facebook page to defraud donors. Uh, announced today that the federal grand jury in Cleveland, Sir Major Page, 
aka Tyree Conyers Page, age 32, three counts of money laundering, one count of wire fraud, created a 5013C page entitled Black Lives Matter of Great Atlanta, used to defraud the donors of more than $450,000, so ridiculous, who donated to this shit? After BLMGA's tax-exempt status as a charity with the IRS was revoked. Now, the FBI says this, Page is accused of using unprecedented tensions and uncertainty due to widespread civil unrest. Widespread civil unrest means uh, black folks are burning down footlockers and dollar stores uh, because they're angry that a piece-of-shit criminal like George Floyd died from a drug overdose. Um... And a global pandemic to fill his own bank account. FBI special agent in charge, Eric B. Smith said, Page allegedly purchased homes, traveled, spent other people's money to buy luxury items for himself. All on the backs of hardworking people believing they were donated to a worthy cause. The FBI will continue efforts to root out fraudsters who victimize our fellow citizens for personal gain. Well, let's see if that's true. So if you look up this guy's name, he looks sort of black. He looks like he could be a black albino guy because his hair looks froed out a little bit he has like a flat top fro in one photo and then another one he has it's like blonde another one it's like orangish but he looks like a maybe mixed maybe he's mulatto maybe that's the problem maybe it's like the shipping container example i gave you where i said it was five black british people and five white british people and that's like a half and half situation. You got coffee on one side, cream on the other. You got Oreo situation going on. And if that's offending you because you're uh, mixed, uh, grow up, be mature. Because uh, everyone is watching some sort of interracial porn. Um, I think you shouldn't watch porn at all. But at some point, somebody, everyone has, right? And they've... Uh, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, spin a galaxy of children into the void. Uh but this guy, I can't tell if he's white or black, actually, to be fair, or, or mixed. But, but he's, he's not black enough, right, apparently. Because Patrice Cullors buys homes in white neighborhoods all the time. There's another founder of Black Lives Matter. Gets away with it. And her girlfriend just bought, like, some million, multi-million dollar mansion in, uh, in Canada. Got away with it. FBI is not looking at them, but they look black, very black. So I don't know. FBI, why, why isn't, why aren't you looking into that? <laughs> we won't get an answer, but Bubba Wallace, right? All right. Well, you know, I just, you, you can't give an argument as to why white lives matter is a uh, white supremacist Nazi stuff. And while black lives matters is not black supremacist um, racist shit. You, you can't, and, and that's why my podcast at the time, Black Fragility, was a, a genius message in response to the white fragility. Um, now I think there are people going to put that up and going to keep putting that up, and 4chan, I think, started that. I hope it continues, and someday you wake up and you're like, ah, oh, okay, I get it. I get it. The way white lives matters makes me feel when I see that sign. That's how black lives matters makes white people feel. Ah, I get it. But I'm, I'm going to play us out. A little 
Gangsta Rap, starring Mike Murder Mike, Do Rag, and DJ Ballistics. It's three black guys with some uh, ARs and shit on the cover, riding some some bikes down the street. The Glock Mentory. That's the name of the album. The Glock Mentory by Gangsta Rap. I'm gonna let them. I've said it enough. Joe Rogan said it enough. We've all said it enough. Trevor Noah, uh, fuck you. You won't have me on the show. Trevor Noah, I would, I would decimate you. And you're one of those black people in the, uh, in the storage container. We, if you close your eyes, you don't know if Trevor Noah is black at all. No one knows. I'll play us out. And, and, and yeah, let's, let's, let them play it out. Yes. 200%. What? We're learning a lot here. Well, that sums it up. You know, why do people call people niggers? Because they are one, according to Gangsta Rap. And, uh, you know, that seems to sum it up. And because dicks are bigger, which really only hurts the Asian community, which might be what the Stop Asian Hate thing is all about. It's black people bullying Asian people now, even about their dick size. So, anyway, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, go fox yourselves. And if you don't like this podcast, nigga, please.